Hello and welcome to Accounting Instruction Help and How To. In this lecture, we're going to continue with partnership and we will be discussing the adding of a new partner. So we're going to bring a new partner within the partnership. And of course, this will be something different than what would happen for other types of entities in the form of a sole proprietor and a corporation. So the objectives will be we will be able to describe the process for adding a partner to the partnership, create the journal entries to record the entry of the new partner to the partnership, define the effect of the journal entry to add the new partner to the partnership based on the trial balance, and explain the effect on the capital accounts of adding a new partner to the partnership. There are a few different scenarios when the new partner comes into the partnership agreement. We're going to have to measure the partnership agreement. We're going to have to determine how much the percent interest will happen within the new partner, how much the percentage will they be getting of the partnership, and then we'll have to determine, of course, the price for the partnership. Now, when we measure the partnership in order to determine the payment, we usually look at that equity section again, that equity section being the value on a book basis of the partnership. Often happens is the new partner is going to come in at uh, and pay either more or less than the value of the capital account. And those are the two scenarios we're going to look at because when we do that, it's going to affect the other partners within the partnership agreement. So as we go through this, what we're going to do is we're going to imagine the trial balance here. So we got our very simplified trial balance, but I want to see it in context of the other accounts. We're imagining the big red T, the trial balance, and the accounts being assets, liabilities, owner's equity, income, and expense. We have the assets first. I'm only going to imagine cash, the one asset, the big green asset. Um, it's going to be on the left-hand side, the debit side. One liability being accounts payable, just to put this in the context. It's going to be accounts payable. I'm imagining it in yellow on the right-hand side of the big red T on a T account. And then we have assets, liabilities, and then the accounts that we are most concerned with right now, the equity accounts. So the equity accounts for a partnership, of course, we have more than one because there's more than one partner by definition, two or more. We have three starting. We're going to add the other being four after we're done with adding the new partner. Therefore, we got three capital accounts. I'm imagining them bright blue, bright blue capital accounts for capital account M partner, capital account B partner, capital account L partner, and they're going to be credit balance accounts. So remember, their credits are kind of like liabilities because it's what the company or the uh, partnership owes to the owner. Uh, and, and that's a similar way as what the company or the partnership, in this case, the partnership owes to the third party, like the payable. So the payables and the capital are going to be credits. The only debit is the cash right now. It's on the debit side. So the cash is what the company has. The liabilities and the capital is what it is owed to. Under the capital accounts, we have the income statement, revenue and expenses. There's nothing in the income statement right now. Why? Because we're using a post-closing trial balance. We have to. If you're looking at a trial balance and we're talking about either putting a new partner in or taking a partner away, if there's anything in revenue and expenses, that means it hasn't been closed out to the capital account. That means the capital accounts are not at their end value. So remember, we have to use a, a, basically a post-closing trial balance, kind of like a balance sheet scenario here where the capital account is including the entire income statement in order to do these types of calculations. So the new partner, we're going to have the new partner come into the agreement, partner R, and we're going to say that the agreement was to give R a 25% interest, and R is going to pay $140,000 for that 25% interest. Before R brings in the 25% interest, the other three partners have the ratio of uh, partner sharing for income of 3 colon 2 colon 5 ratio. What does that mean? 3 colon 2 colon, why don't we just have percentages? Well, a lot of times the ratios are going to be more precise. So we want to use the ratios and if we see this in a book, if we see this in a contract, we want to see 3 colon 5 colon 2, 
Well, if we say 3 plus 5 plus 2, that equals 10. So what we're saying is the first partner, M, is 3 out of 10. The second partner, B, 2 out of 10. The third party, partner, uh, L, is 5 out of 10. Therefore, M has 3 out of 10, 3 divided by 10 being 30%. B has 2 over 10, 2 divided by 10, 20%, or 0.2, and then you move the decimal over two places, 20%. And then L has 5 over 10, 5 divided by 10 is, of course, 50%, 30% 50% uh, B, uh, I'm sorry, 20% B, and 50% L is the 100%. You can also think of ratios, obviously M has 3 over 10, and B has 2 over 10, and uh, L has 5 over 10, which can be simplified. Those ratios, two of those ratios can be simplified. And the amounts that are going to be in there are given right now in the problem. We're going to say M has in the capital count 151,200, B has 124,200, and L has 264,600, adding up to a total capital count balance before we bring in the new partner before we get paid the 140000 for the new partner of 540000 Now, it's important to note that, that the breakout of the profit sharing, 30, 20, 50, does not re represent the capital count balances necessarily. For example, the total capital count, if we add up the capital counts, is 540000 If we took 30% of that, multiplying times 30%, we would not get 151200 which is the capital count balance for M. Why not? Because the profit sharing percents uh, allocate the profit and loss. What they do not do is allocate what can be withdrawn or what can be deposited or invested. So for example, M could invest more money and doesn't have to invest at the ratio of 30% and M can pull out money based on the partnership agreement, not having to uh, allocate based on that 30%. However, the income allocation is what we're basically talking about with the 30, 20, 50. The new partner now is going to come in for 25% interest. So when we say 25% interest, we are talking about 25% of the business, meaning the value of the business. We're giving 25% to the new partner for 140000 So first, I like to think about the journal entry and think about what we can put in the journal entry and then fill in the gaps and say, all right, what, what do we need to fill in within the journal entry? What do we need to figure out here? And our first question is relevant, is cash affected? And of course, in this case, cash is affected. When we bring in the new partner R, R is going to pay cash in order to be in the partnership. And we determine for 25%, it's going to pay 140000 Therefore, cash is a debit balance. We're going to make it go up by doing the same thing to it, which in this case is another debit of the 140000 Now, the other kind of obvious thing that's going to happen here is we have a new partner. The new partner is going to need a capital account. Capital accounts are going to be in that blue section. So we know that capital accounts have credit balances. We're probably going to credit that new partner when we put that partner on the books. So we're going to have a credit to uh, capital account R for the new partner R. And you would think that it would be a credit for 140000 That's how much was paid, 140000 But remember, the 140, we have to see if we're given the 25%. We have to see if that 140000 is 25% of the partnership. So we have to do the calculation in order to do that. In order to do that, we can basically add up the capital accounts. Remember, the capital accounts are the book value of the partnership. And I would point out here as well that in some cases, we may revalue the partnership and basically put the partnership on a fair market value uh, in, in, in that we might look at the equipment accounts and stuff like that to see if the partnership is on a fair market value. It could still be the case that the payment, however, will not be exactly equal to 
the book value of the partnership because it could be other things in there like goodwill or other types of things that are making the payment differ and it also could differ based on the partners the the, the new partner coming in having like a good reputation or something maybe they're bringing in goodwill to the partnership so what we need to do we need to add up the capital counts so right now we had 151 200 for capital count m we've got 124 200 for capital count b and capital count l 264 600 before we added up the before we bring in the new partner and that was at 540,000 total that also we only had a cash of 550,000 was our only asset and our only liability was accounts payable of 10,000 so assets 550,000 minus liabilities of 10,000 add up to 540,000 which of course is the same as the capital accounts because assets minus liabilities equals the book value or the equity which in this case is the sum of the three capital accounts on the trial balance as long as we have closed out the income statement remember there can't be anything on the income statement so 540,000 is the book value so you would think that then we would take the 540,000 times 25 percent however we got to remember that once this happens the company is going to get another 140,000 into it so we have to say okay the 140,000 is going to increase the capital balance it's going to increase the book value of the company from 540 up by 140,000 to a uh, 680,000 so after we get that uh, 140,000 there's going to be 680 in the company then we can say okay now let's take that 25% we are giving R a 25% interest in the company 25% of the value of the company in this case is 170,000 so it's 680,000 times 25% 170,000 so that's how much the new partners are going to be on the books for so remember we debited cash 140 in our journal entry now we're going to credit R's capital account by 170,000 that's what R is going to be on the books for because we promise R 25% of the value the book value or the value of the company which in this case is 170,000 based on this calculation that means that the debits don't equal the credits. We got a credit of 170,000. We've got a debit of 140,000. We're going to need two more we're going to need more debits in order to make this even out. So the difference between the 140,000 cash and the 170,000 that we are giving in terms of capital balance to our 25% interest is the 30,000. What's going to happen to that 30,000? Well, it's going to have to go into the other three uh, partners. So what we're going to do is we're going to break that out based on their profit sharing percent. So in this case, note what happened here. The credit is greater than the cash, meaning the capital account that we are providing, the 25% interest is theoretically valued at 170000 and we only got cash of 140000 So we got cash of less than the value that we uh, put the capital account in for. You would think that we would have got 170000 and there could again there could be different reasons for that it could be the value of the assets and liabilities on the books it could be that r is bringing a lot of goodwill maybe r the new partner has a lot a good name we expect r to bring in a lot more value therefore we're willing to accept 140,000 and even though the value is worth 170,000 so there could be different reasons it will almost always be the case that it's different though in some way so what's going to happen other three partners are going to have to eat the difference meaning we're going to have to debit their capital accounts, reducing their capital accounts, making it so the fact that they are owed less by the company. And we're going to do that based on their profit sharing percentage. So, so um, 
M had 30% before, so we're going to take that 30,000. We're going to multiply it times the 30%. That's going to give 9,000 reduction to M's capital account. We're going to do the same for B. B had 30,000 is the difference. We are going to multiply that times B's 20% for 6,000, reducing their B's capital account. And then we'll take that 30,000 times CL's uh, profit sharing 50%, which will give us 15,000. That will reduce L's capital account. So, we're, so in order to adjust for this 30,000 difference in our journal entry, we're going to debit M, B, and L, 9,000, 6,000, and 15,000 respectively. The new balances then, if we just looked at the table, after we post this, which we'll see, will be that the new partner is going to be on the books for 170000 and then M started at 151200 and we're going to reduce the balance by 9000 to 142200 because of the difference, the disparity between the income and the amount of 25% of the partnership allocation. And then B had 124200 we're going to reduce it by six thousand had 124,200 and reduced by 6,000 to 118,200 and L had 264,600 reduced by 15 to 249,600 so that'll give us a new total capital account balance of the 680,000 which is what we calculated it to be it was the 540 plus the 140 cash 680,000 so to complete our journal entry we debited cash 140 we credited the new partner, R, 170. We had a difference that we need to debit something for of the 30. And we're going to debit the three partners. Partner M will be a debit of 9,000. Partner B will be a debit of 6,000. And partner C will be a, I mean, partner L will be a debit of 15,000. You, you would think. So now the debits equal the credits. We got cash. As a debit, we got the only credit being the 170,000 for the new capital account. Then we're reducing the other three capital accounts for the difference, that $30,000. let us think through the posting of this. What happens when we post this? Well, cash is going to go up. We had a $550,000 in cash before. We debited cash because we got more as the partnership, bringing the balance up to $690,000. Then let's take a look at the new partner. That's going to be the easiest thing to think about next. R is the new partner. Obviously, had a zero capital account. We credited R by $170,000. 25% of the value of the company, bringing R's new balance up to 170,000. And then M had a balance beforehand, 151,200. We reduced M's balance by two uh, by 9,000, which was 30% of that 30,000 difference, bringing the balance down to 142,200. And then we had B had beforehand to 124,200. We reduced it by 6,000 with a debit bringing that balance down to 118200 and then L had a balance beforehand 264600 and we debited L so we reduced it doing the opposite thing to it bringing the balance down to 249600 so our trial balance represents ref reflects our table now where we have the new partner on the books at 170 we've got M on the books at 142200 we've got B on the books 118200 and we've got L on the books 249,600. All right, next scenario. So now we're going to say that instead of getting a payment of 240,000, which is less than the value, we're going to say we got a payment from R for that same 25% interest, but R was willing to pay 270,000. So now we're going to have like the reverse scenario. R is paying more than the book value of the company. Why would that happen? 
Well, oftentimes the, the company might have some other, other assets that might be valued differently, or there could be like some intangible assets such as goodwill, such as the name of the company that a new partner is willing to pay higher price a premium on over just the assets of the company that are recorded on the financial states for that intangible asset, often being something like goodwill. So we can think about this again. We can think about the same journal entry. I'm going to do what we can do first, and then I'm going to figure out what the difference is, is how I would often approach these types of problems. First question, still relevant here, is cash affected? And of course it is. We got cash because the new partner is going to pay cash 270 in order to enter the partnership. So cash is a debit balance. We're going to make it go up by doing the same thing to it, which in this case is another debit. So our journal entry, cash, debit, 270,000. Then obviously we have a new partner again. Ours going to join the partnership and R needs a capital account. Capital accounts have credit balances. He didn't have one before. Now we have a new one. Therefore, we're going to have to credit the capital account. And the, the problem here is that we don't know what the credit's going to be again because we're going to give R a 25% interest. You would think the credit would be how much that R paid the 270000 We're going to debit cash 270 We're going to credit the capital 270 But remember, the agreement is that we're going to give R a 25% interest in the value of the company. Therefore, we have to figure out what the value of the company is and then give that 25% interest. How do we do that? Well, we're going to look at the capital accounts again. So remember, we have M, B, and L, and we had the capital account balance of 151,200 for M, uh, 124,200 for L, and 264,600 for, I'm sorry, 151,200 for M, B had 124,200 and L had 264,600 for a total of 540,000 in the capital account balances. So if we just think about the capital account balances as one number, we have 540,000 in it representing the three partners. And remember, that's the same as if we took the assets, which we only have cash in this nice example of 550,000 minus the liabilities, which we only have accounts payable of 10,000, 550,000 minus the 10,000. 540,000 assets minus liabilities equals the equity split out between these three partners being the equity being split out by the partners. So now you would think we would take that 540,000 book value times 25%, but we do need to add the fact that we're going to increase that number by the cash that's going to be received by the partnership. So the partnership's going to get 270,000. So the value after the cash is received is going to be the 540,000 plus the 270,000 or 810,000. Now that's going to be the value after this cash is received. Now we're going to take that number and multiply it times the percent we're going to give to R, that percent being 25%. 810,000 times 25%, that will give us the amount we're going to allocate to R, that amount being 202,500. So now in our journal entry, we debited cash 270,000 for the cash that's coming into the partnership. We're going to credit the new partner's capital account. Partner R is now going to have 202,500 202, in the capital account balance, increasing their capital account balance by 25% of the value of the partnership after the cash is included from this transaction. And then we're going to allocate the difference to the other partners. So remember that the cash went on for 270 and the new partner went for 202500 now we have a difference and now we need credits we need a credit of 67500 for this to be in balance 67500 for it to be in balance what accounts are we going to credit 
we are going to credit the capital account. So now we're going to credit the three partners beforehand. They're going to get an increase, a bonus in their capital accounts from this because they sold this new interest in the partnership for 25% interest, which is greater for a dollar amount greater than the value on the books of the partnership. Therefore, we're going to increase those three partners that were there before by that difference, 67500 based on their profit sharing percent. So we're going to take that difference, 67500 times M's 30% profit sharing, and that's going to say that M is now going to get the uh, $20,250 allocated, increasing their capital account balance. Then we're going to take that 67500 and multiply it times B's profit sharing, 20% to get uh, 13500 that's going to increase B's capital account and finally that difference of 67500 times L capital account uh, profit sharing ratio 50% being 33750 so now in terms of a table if we were to look at the capital accounts and then we'll look at it in terms of a journal entry and see if that is the case after we post we would say that R is going to be on the books now for 202500 M is going to be on the book started at 151,200, and now we're increasing M's capital account by 20,252, 171,450. B started at a capital account balance of 124,200. We're increasing now 13,500, often called a bonus at times, uh, to get to 137,700. L started out at 264,600, increasing the account by 33,750 bringing it to 298,350. So now if we finish up our journal entry, remember our journal entry had cash, 270,000 for the cash that R paid the partnership. Then we credited R's account for 202,500, the 25% interest in the value of the company after the uh, cash was received. And then we're going to credit M now based on our table by 20,250, which is the 67,500 plug times the 30% interest that we just calculated B is going to be credited by 13,500 for the 67,500 times 20%, which is the plug number. And then L is going to be allocated a credit in the journal entry of 33,750. So now we have a debit to cash only and a credit to the new partner and a credit to the three other partners for the bonus that they are receiving for the fact that they got more cash than the book value of the company assets minus liabilities or the capital account balance after the new cash being applied. If we look at the journal entry then, and we post the journal, we just looked at the journal entry, now we're going to post the journal entry. So cash was at uh, $550,000. We debited it because it's going to increase by the $270,000 this time. So cash goes up to $820,000. And then the new partner is going to be on the books for uh, $202,500. So Obviously, we have a new capital account balance, so it started at zero, went up in the credit direction, 202500 to 202500 and then M's capital account balance had a capital account balance before, 151200 in our journal entry, recredited it by 20250 bringing the balance up to 171450 B, B had a capital account balance beforehand, 124200 credit balance, we credited it again, bonusing increasing same thing to it 13500 bringing the balance up to 137 137 L had a capital account balance beforehand 264600 recredited it in our journal entry doing the same thing to it bringing the balance up to uh 298350
So now our new capital account balances, M is going to be 171,450, B 137,700, uh, L 298,350, and R 202,500. That ties out to our table, and so that looks good.